Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shantae Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi there, welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, hey, happy to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're a punchy and you're coming back every single week, I want you to know that I appreciate you so much and I hope you're having an amazing week. I just received a DM from a social media manager that reminded me of a very common struggle that's often not talked about, and that's when a client goes rogue. You onboarded them, you had your strategy and your posts approved, you started posting and things were going well, and then all of a sudden you log in one day and see a bunch of random posts on the account page, and these posts are terrible quality obviously posted by your client and not at all aligned with what you discussed. It's a pearl clutching moment. Even thinking about it now makes my chest tight and you know, you need to say something to your client, but you really aren't sure how to handle it. So let's validate what you're feeling for a moment. Confusion, frustration, probably some horror and maybe a dash of what the heck mixed in. You've been working your booty off to get their account looking good and working better for them, and then they go and ruin everything. It feels careless and maybe even causes some self-doubt from you here. Like, do they not see the value in what it is that you were doing? Do they actually hate what you've been doing for them and you're about to get fired? Are they just posting on a whim because they feel like it? Like, what gives? Clearly, you've got some questions, which means we need to have a little chat with our client about what their expectations are, get feedback if it's needed, and really know what's going on here. What we really want to know here is the reason behind why they did this. Some clients don't realize that it's an issue or that it doesn't follow the strategy. Some don't even think about the strategy to begin with. They just post. I've had clients who believed the more posts that went out, the better, so they thought they were helping things by posting two to three times a day on top of what we were already doing, regardless of how those posts looked or performed. So the best way to approach this with your client is just by saying, hi, I noticed that this was posted over the weekend and it wasn't on our content calendar. I wanted to touch base with you on it so I can make sure we're on the same page with everything. It's a polite way to say, what's going on here? I need details. The key is to ask questions that get them to explain themselves without throwing any accusations or your personal feelings into it. It can be difficult, but remember, we are the account babysitter and they're the parent. We can do our best to make sure the baby gets their needs met so that they can flourish while they're in our care. 
But at the end of the day, we're not the ones in charge. The client is. If they want to feed their child junk food, then that's their decision to make. As their social media manager, we can give our clients all the info that they need to make an informed decision. Is what they're doing helping or hurting their account? If it doesn't follow the strategy that they approved, patiently, key here, patiently re-explain the strategy, how what was posted doesn't follow the strategy, and why it's important to stick to the strategy. As the owner of the account, they do get the final say, but at least it can be an informed one. We can only control what's actually inside our control. We're going to take a really quick break from today's episode so that I can tell you exactly how to stop wondering where your next social media management client is because you can just use my list of the 35 best places to get more social media management clients instead. Get the free guide delivered straight to your inbox by going to my website. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Now, back to today's episode. If you have this discussion with them and they still decide to post on their own, maybe they're willing to adjust their post to better match the strategy, and maybe they aren't. That's something that you either have to accept and work around or decide if it's a deal breaker for you. If they're just absolutely tanking the account and then they want to know why it's happening, what I've done in the past is show them the data that compares their posts to the posts I created for them. The numbers don't lie, and when I re-explain the strategy patiently and why the posts I create are performing better in detail, they usually either step up their game or realize that what they're doing is hurting more than helping and they stop posting on their own. Once in a while, they'll post something that will actually outperform what I post for them, and then we need to do a little more digging about whether this post was truly successful. Did it actually attract the right people that matches their target audience? If yes, then maybe the audience does like that type of content and finds it engaging. Maybe you could throw that into the mix. And if it doesn't reach the right audience, explain to them why that is. Maybe it was the hashtags, the keywords, or the topic of the post. And then show how that can skew the account's following and reach long-term. Because again, and I can't say this enough, the account is still your client's, not yours, and they do get the final say and have control over what gets posted. Social media management uses up a lot of creativity, and when you're the person creating something, you can feel some personal attachment and ownership over it. It's why your feelings can get hurt when a post doesn't perform well or a client says that they don't like it. When I went to art school for my advertising degree, one of the first things that they taught us in my graphic design class was kill your darlings. And some people credit William Faulkner or Stephen King for this phrase, but it essentially means that your darlings are the things that you're proud of or emotionally attached to that you created. This emotional attachment can make it difficult for you to look at things objectively. It goes right along with the whole love is blind sentiment. When you're emotionally invested in something, it's difficult to look at it with an unbiased opinion. So it's totally fine to be proud of a new design or a video edit, 
You've learned something new and that's something to celebrate, but if your client hates it, it's up to you to not take it personally. In art school, we even had classes where we would have to uh, show our work publicly and it would be critiqued from our instructor and classmates every single week so that we could learn how to develop this skill because it's a skill. It's normal and human to become attached to something you're working hard on, but the only way to be a successful business owner is to be able to separate your personal feelings from your business, which is especially hard to do when you have a business that relies on your personal creativity. Negative feedback is disappointing in the moment, but being open to feedback and adjustments is what's going to improve your client's experience with you and can really create a wonderful collaborative environment long term. Hope you found this helpful. If you have questions or want advice on your specific situation, DM me over on Instagram at Sugar Punch Marketing and we can chat more. If you have any friends who are social media managers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following this podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts so you can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.